Hi, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to the Catholic Live Chat Show. I am your host. My name is Mike. We're looking forward to chatting with everyone this evening. Let us know who you are in the chat box on the right. Tell us your name and where you are tuning in from. If this is your first time joining us, we're very happy that you're here. We do this every Thursday evening at 8 p.m. right here on our YouTube channel. This is a show in which we spend about 30 minutes faith sharing and discussing current events that are relevant to Catholics with you guys, our viewers. If you aren't yet subscribed to our channel, we do invite you to do so now by scrolling down and clicking on the subscribe button. And while you're down there right next to it is a notification bell. By clicking on that, you will receive notifications each and every time that we go live. Joining me this evening, we have our lovely and talented Kate. Buenas noches, Kate. Como estas? <laughs> Hello. Good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Cool. So what's going on, Kate? Well, we have uh -oh. a couple things that we are planning to share with you guys tonight. Once again, I want to thank everybody for being here. Um, I can see already people are tuning in from all over. Um, so, you know, great to have you guys with us. So just to remind everybody, a couple things we want to let you guys know of is that, you know, obviously next week is Thanksgiving. So we are, according to our schedule, we're going to be doing our, if you're one of our Bible study fans, on Tuesday night, we are going to have our Bible study on Tuesday evening, 8 p.m., as we usually have. But on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, we will, which is the 26th of November, next Thursday, we're not going to hold a live chat show then. Um, the following week, we're going to be resuming our Bible study on December 1st, and our next live chat show will be on December 3rd, okay, Thursday, December 3rd. So if you're one of our regular live chat show people, um, please join us again on December, um, Third. you know, back, you know, after Thursday, after Thanksgiving. Also, we want to talk about our masks for a limited time. We have some holiday masks available. So please be sure to check this out. If you're shopping for uh, Christmas presents and, you know, you're looking for a good gift to get some for somebody, those are possible options for you there. Okay. Also, at the end of the show, please stay tuned. We have our exciting Amazon gift card giveaway. I know we have a list of people who signed up. So if you signed up and you're ready to go, stay tuned because at the end, we're going to be giving away a gift card to a lucky winner. So that's pretty exciting. All right. Perfect. All right. Okay. Um, we do have several people tuning in already tonight. So once again, welcome, everybody. Um, so it's, so far tonight, we have... Uh, Eileen is here. Good evening, Eileen. Um, D is here. Um, DF is here. She says good evening to Eileen and all from Nevada, USA. Katie's here. Hi, everyone, she says from New York. Um, Angela's here. She says good evening from Florida. Um, let's see. We have Janice here. Hi, Janice. Okay, from Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Okay, welcome. Vicky's here. She says, hi, everybody. We have um, Timon Shepard. I'm sorry if I'm saying this wrong. Ola from Los Angeles. Hello. Um, oh, and Eileen's from Philadelphia. The Terminator says, is here from Michigan. Al Singh um, from Fiji, I think he says. Um, Judy from Arizona. Pamela's here from Arizona. Fong's here from Louisiana. Amazed is here from Sri Lanka. And we have 
Araceli, I think I'm, I'm sorry if I'm saying this wrong, um, Ramirez from California. Cynthia's here from Georgia. Um, she says, I love your rosary prayers and all of your shows. Thank you. God bless you. Oh, thank you, Cynthia. Um, we have Maria here. She says, good evening to all. And John's here from Ohio. Eve is here from uh, the UK. I think, all right. Sorry, my eyes are getting old. And that's all we have so far. Thank you, guys. Um, so back to you, Mike. Thanks for being here, guys. Okay, perfect. All right, uh, viewers who are joining us live, we do invite you guys to join in in tonight's discussion of our stories by using the chat box off to the right-hand side. Feel free to share your thoughts with us. Kate will be reading your comments as they come in. If you're watching this on playback, we do invite you to use the comment section down below. Every comment that comes through to us is responded to. So um, please know that your comments are just as important as everyone else's. And we do appreciate you guys watching and tuning in. With that said, we're gonna go right into our first story this evening. Okay, so the director of the United Nations World Food Program is warning of severe famines coming next year in 2021, just what we need. And this is a story that's coming from the New York Daily News. David Beasley, the executive director of the World Food Program said, the coronavirus pandemic has thrust millions of people towards starvation and that billions of dollars are needed to fight off famines of the biblical proportions in 2021. The World Food Program received the Nobel Peace Prize last month in recognition of its efforts to fight the surge in food insecurity unleashed by the coronavirus pandemic. The organization, which is based in Rome, has said that the number of people facing acute hunger in the 88 countries where it operates could climb up to 270 million people by the end of this year, almost doubling year over year. So, Kate, it doesn't look like everyone's Everyone's hoping for a really, um, I know that, you know, the 2020 is going to be gone and we're going to have a great time in 2021, but according to some people, this, this isn't going to be, it's going to get worse. What are your thoughts on all this? Well, it's, to be honest, it reminds me of kind of like the end of times. I wonder if we are pretty much on the edge of it because the end of times prophecies discuss things like this about, you know, disease, famine, so that those are my first thoughts when I see this. It's, it's obviously very frightening. Um, so maybe this is one of the, besides the pandemic, is this like, maybe I'm asking myself, is this another form of chastisement? It's, um, it's pretty scary. Maybe the pandemic is just a walk in the park compared to things that are coming next. Like, I don't know. I don't, it's not something you want to think about, but that's the first thing I think of when I see the idea of famine. What do you think, Mike? I'm right with you on that. Like the first thing that came to mind is, well, we should probably be ready for the three days of darkness. So perhaps these two somehow or another are going to come, you know, hand in hand. Um, it's always a good idea, especially in these days with the coronavirus to make sure that we're all, you know, stocked up and have our supplies, have plenty of food and water. Now I'm being a hypocrite because I don't have anything stocked up, but this story has definitely woken me up. Um, but yeah, it's hard to think of because when we think of famines first of all here in the united states we're very we're a rich country and when we think of famines we think of this kind of thing unfortunately happen happening on the other side of the world but um the fact that it could happen on this side of the atlantic and pacific ocean i think is going to be an eye opener for a lot of people um and we've been very blessed by god you know to not have to deal with any of 
these famines, at least in our lifetime. And so, I don't know, I think, I think it's a, a real possibility, but at the same time, you know, I'm not gonna lose sleep over this, this person's story. I, I'm just gonna make sure that it is maybe time to wake up and make sure that, you know, we prepare for the worst regardless of what's coming down the pike. So those are my thoughts. Right. Yeah, that, that's true. And also like, I mean, uh, yes, we are very fortunate in our in the United States, but at the same time, we still do have hungry right in our backyard. I know that I always make sure to bring like food to the church, like for church pantry, things like that for the needy. And because, you know, we do have people in need. It's not of the scale, of course, of other places though. So that's true. Um, we have some comments coming in. So once again, everybody, thank you for tuning in and thank you for letting us know where you are from. Um, Eileen says, how awful. Um, Diane's here, she says, hi, everyone. Um, Evan's here, and Evan says, bonjour. Bonjour, Evan. Um, Ernie says, the great reset. Angela says, yes, but many children go to bed hungry in America. Right, exactly, Angela, that's true too. Um, Fong says, I wonder if worldwide shutdown has anything to do with it, people not working, growing. That's true, Fong, yeah, because we have, when we shut down things, when like our truckers can't get the food to certain places too, because of COVID and you know, that could be a factor to everything's kind of working hand in hand. Amaze says, but how much can you store? That's another good point, right? And for how long should you store it? And then with perishables, obviously you can't store them very long. Um, Judy says, I agree. Explain the three days of darkness. I have seen the video on Padre Pio. Is this true? Okay. Um, so the three days of darkness is a prophecy. Now it's not, you don't have to believe it because it's not from, from what I understand, not kind of not sanctioned by the church, but it's a prophecy where the darkness will cover the earth for three days. It's supposed to be on a Thursday, Friday, and a Saturday, I believe, in the beginning of a new year sometime on a cold, at a cold time. And during that time, most of the earth's population is supposed to be wiped out. If you think in the Bible where, because this did happen before, if we remember Moses in the time of the plagues, you know, this did, this did occur um, back then too. So it's going, and basically what's going to happen then is all of hell will be unleashed on the earth. So it's pretty scary. You're supposed to stay inside, light bless candles and so forth. And if you're interested, we can um, discuss that further, but um, that's, that's in a nutshell what it is. And, you know, three days of darkness, you're supposed to stay indoors, light your blessed candles for those three days and have enough food on hand for the time period. Um, Evan says, I'm upset that the end times are happening now because I want to live a full normal life. Yeah, I know what you mean. Evan. Yeah, I feel sorry for like all the young kids too today with all this going on too. Um, and by well, the way, we we're just also, guessing. That right. There, no one knows when the end's coming. So um, there's been right. since the beginning of time, people, you know, um, predicting the end of the world. And, you know, goodness, if the end of the world didn't come with the Holocaust, um, that was like 10 times worse of where we're at now. So, you know, we don't know when Jesus is coming back and we just have to make sure we're always aware and, you know, in the state of grace and, you know, in his good friendship and not worry about it because as much as we want to live right. a good life, a nice long life here on earth, heaven's so much better than this. And, you know, saints who have seen souls have said that, you know, if given the opportunity, they wouldn't come back here because they, if you look at the state of the world, I mean, 
we're prone to disease. We're prone to all this darkness. And up in heaven, there's not a single fear. There's not a single worry. There's no pain. It's just nothing but absolute bliss, you know, in the eyes and the face, gazing on the face of our Lord. So, you know, either way, it's a good thing for us. I just want to chime that in. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on you, Kate. Right. Oh, no, that's, no, that's fine. No, I think you bring up a good point because, and because we don't know heaven and all we know is this earth, you know, that's why it's kind of like, we're hesitant. We're like, okay, what's that going to be like? And, but, you know, it's kind of like the equivalent of once you have your laptop, you're not going to want a typewriter back. This earth is like the typewriter and heaven's like, you know, the better deal. Um, if that's helps to, you know, think of it that way. Um, the Terminator says, each one of us have our own personal end of times, focus on our own hunger, and we work on serving our neighbors by sharing what we have with them. True. Um, Vicki says, I think you're right about the chastisement and the beginning of the end times. If you read Revelation, the seals are opening and we need to be prepared. Definitely seems like it. Um, say, Pamela says, I've started a small garden in my yard. In any event, if I can get things to grow, I can feed my family and neighbors. Yeah, I've have heard people talk about that too. Just like in um, World War II, people started um, like gardens too back then also. Um, good idea. Uh, Thomas says, that's why the Democrats wanna take control. I always give to the poor. Yeah, absolutely, we should always do that. Feed the hungry, that's one of the um, corporal works of mercy. Cynthia says, all we can do is pray the rosary, ask God for help. Um, Ernie says Biden's forced mandatory vaccines. Well, just have to deal with, see what happens with that. Um, Fong says the, the world must turn back to God. We can't live on bread alone, but the word of God, pray for conversion. Absolutely. Um, Evan says, amen. Katie says this happened in history before, like during the great depression, like Jesus said, no one knows the time. That's absolutely right, Katie. No one knows. We don't know the day or the hour. May says, please, let's talk about the three days of darkness. Um, yeah, that there's a lot we could say about that. Maybe we should, you know, think maybe schedule a time to talk about that on a chat. That'd be great. Um, yeah, we can definitely do that. That's, yeah, thanks, Amy. That's a good idea. There's a lot we could say about that. That's the whole issue that we could go on about. That's, um, you know, good point. Uh, let's say Abdon, Abdania says, praise the Lord. Amen. Um, Eileen says, do the blessed candles have to be made from beeswax? I've heard that. Yes, um, they're supposed to be your, yes, Eileen, they're supposed to be beeswax candles and blessed beeswax candles. Um, Angela says, and that's in relationship to, that's um, related to the three days of darkness, the, be, the blessed beeswax candles that you need. Angela says, prayer and sacrifice can lessen these chastisements. So absolutely, we need to keep praying, keep making sacrifices. Um, PJ Smith says, St. Paul and the early Christians believed that they were in the end times because of some of the words of our Lord. That's true. Um, PJ says, I agree with Katie. Eileen says, stockpile beans. Mm. Yeah. Um, Fong says, Our Lady's messages, the errors of Russia, communism, Marxism, socialism. Look at what happened with Venezuela. Yeah. Um, Let's say the Terminator says, Mike, that statement does help people who have their own World War II um, genocide camp hell going on in them would feel bad about your statement. Um, Thomas says, St. Padre Pio said, the rosary is the greatest weapon. 
Only blessed candles will give us light. We should always remain in the state of grace. We should always be ready. We should remain in the present. Um, Vicki says, doesn't, whoops, uh, doesn't, sorry, scrolled wrong here. Uh, doesn't the church collect for the third world countries during Advent? Um, I don't know. I get, I don't know, Vicki. I mean, maybe it depends on certain churches do perhaps. I'm, I'm not sure the church as a whole, maybe, maybe they do, or maybe there's a Catholic organization that does. Um, but some countries stop the donations from coming in too, from what I understand. Um, Eileen says, I watched your video on the three days of darkness. Oh, very cool, Eileen. Um, yeah, we probably should talk about that in a future chat, perhaps. Um, let's see. Uh, I just lost my place. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, Thomas says about 50% beeswax. Um, Tim, Timon, Timon, I'm sorry if I'm saying this name wrong. We must do our best to stay in good graces with our Lord, praying the rosary and going to confession and mass is very important. Um, PJ says, who said only blessed candles will give us light? And the Terminator says, stop trying to describe the darkness and focus on the light. Okay, um, yeah, we're gonna have to, for those of you who are asking good, these good questions about the three days of darkness, we're probably going to, we'd like to talk about that now. We'll have to probably go on to that at another point, but since there's an interest, um, definitely we can explore that. Okay, I'm gonna pause now with your comments. I will get back to them. I wanna take it back to you, Mike. Okay, 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 thank so you very much. On. Okay, we're gonna continue here with our next story, guys. <clears throat> Okay, so the Diocese of Brooklyn is appealing to the US Supreme Court in its case against New York's COVID restrictions on churches. And this is a story coming out of the Catholic News Agency. The diocese has asked the Supreme Court for relief from New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's COVID rule, which limits attendance at some diocesan churches to just 10 people, while allowing some businesses to remain open without capacity limits. In a statement provided to the Catholic News Agency, the diocese said it is, quote, committed to reopening our churches safely and to vindicate our First Amendment rights. Bishop Nicholas DiMarzio issued a statement saying that the diocese needs to fight in court in order to prevent possible future infringements on religious freedom, saying, quote, the government has a right and duty to protect the health of citizens, but this duty cannot be so broad that the right of freely exercise one's faith is extinguished. So it looks like we're going back into this whole coronavirus with everything shutting down again, Kate. And um, um, I have to give uh, kudos to this bishop and the Diocese of, of Brooklyn for standing up for us Catholics and as well as all other denominations and, and religious people and keeping the churches, you know, the right to, to you know, practice our freedom of religion. So just want to say that. What are your thoughts, Kate? Right. No, I, t I totally agree with you because, I mean, this could be if we just, as Catholics, if we just like sub blindly submit to the shutdown and agree to everything and, you know, what's going to happen? It might be there down the road. It might be harder to fight again if we are asked to shut down again. Um, and then the law, someone could come along and try to change our laws. So, and then we'd really be in trouble. Then we wouldn't be able to fight. So I think it's important to stand up to this now before it gets any, before things get any worse, because things, it doesn't look good because you could have one, like, it's like, a, like I said, it's open up Pandora's box. We don't know what could come down the road. Things could just get worse and worse. So yeah, we need to definitely stand up and defend our right to 
um, worship as we choose to practice our faith. So um, we have people chiming in. Once again, thanks, guys. We have a lot of um, people with us tonight. Definitely appreciate it. Um, let's see. Uh, sorry, I have to go back to where I left off. Um, so I want to make sure I find... Uh, Okay, so I think this is where I left off, guys, um, with the comments. So Katie says, we need to make sure to help the poorest among us in our country and reach out to others in other countries. Um, Evan says, I wouldn't do the rosary. It would be, okay, I, oh, okay, yeah. Um, so the rosary, so Evan, um, it, with the rosary, it's not, it's not idol worship to pray the rosary. Okay, just to let you know, as Catholics, you know, if you um, want to discuss that further, we can talk about that in our time, but praying, there's nothing wrong with praying the rosary. Um, Diane says, also, please, and please also find out if the blessed beeswax candles have to be lit with blessed matches or blessed lighters. I'm serious with this question because I heard nothing else would light. Um, that's true, Diane. I mean, I've heard that too, that only the blessed beeswax candles will light as to what kind of matches or lighters. I mean, I don't know if the matches have to be blessed, to be honest with you, but um, I don't remember hearing that one way or another. But I think when it comes down to problem matter of faith, we can look in that further about the matches. Um, Sarah says, I do not believe I can change the world but I can change the lives of people I come in contact with. Compassion and grace for those individuals I meet through 2020 to 2021. Okay, definitely true, Sarah. That's kind of like what Mother Teresa would say, you know, do kindness right, pretty much right in your own backyard. Um, Fong says, we need to continue to receive the sacraments. Absolutely. Eileen says, I have faith the days of COVID will come to an end. Definitely hope so, Eileen. We have to keep praying for sure. Um, Thomas Miller says, amen, Planned Parenthood is open while our churches are closed. We must stand together. We have the first amendment to protect us. That's right, Thomas. So far we do. Let's protect, make sure we protect that first amendment also, that make sure nobody messes with that. Vicki says, we need to stand, um, stand up now. Europe has closed churches in many countries now. I've heard that too. Um, Angela says, amen, we need the Eucharist, the highway to heaven. Absolutely. Um, and Katie says churches should never be shut down again. There are thousands protesting and rioting in the streets and that's okay, but mass, but not mass. You're right, Katie. Yeah, it makes you wonder, like apparently the protesters on the streets, like that seems to be, no one's saying much about that. And then they worry about closing, they you know, talk about closing mass. You're right, Katie. Absolutely. It makes no sense what's happening. Fong says the, the rosary is not idol tree. It's the Bible prayed with beads, asking Mary who is full of grace to pray to us. Um, very true. Uh, Christiana says, forgive me, but I think that we need the sacraments. Truly online mass is, was a light during the lockdown. Okay, we definitely need the sacraments. Um, uh, let's see, May says, reminds me, Jesus says, time will come to pray in spirit. The Terminator says, true faith cannot be extinguished. The power and love of God for his children cannot be extinguished. That's absolutely right. All right, thanks, so guys. All right, Mike, I'm gonna turn it back to you. Okay, great, Kate, thank you. <clears throat> and our last story this evening, guys. Uh, Catholic priests are being afflicted by performance anxiety during online masses because of bad reviews from mass hopping worshipers. And this story is coming from the website, The Guardian. 
Father Brendan Hoban, a co-founder of the group Association of Catholic Priests, said that COVID-19 restrictions have obliged churches to move services online, prompting some worshipers to rate priests and compare live stream view counts with other churches as if it were a competition. He says, quote, it's an indication if their church is as good as a church down the road. We have 47 hits, another has 2000 hits. What's wrong with you, Father? Why do we only have 47 hits? He goes on to say that a lot of priests are not performers and do take to heart the comments that they receive, especially older priests who may not be as tech savvy and or who feel self-conscious of being live streamed. So the point of this all is to just be kind with your comments and know that the majority of priests are really trying to deliver a, a good mass to everyone. So Kate, do you wanna say something? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, if. I think that we, we have to look at mass in the right spirit. It's not meant to be a performance in the first place. It's, that's not what it is. It's we're there to worship. We're not there to give priests a rating. Like it's not like we're giving them a job rating or something like that. I mean, as long if the priest is doing what he is supposed to do up on the altar and performing the mass in the correct manner, then that's what we're, you know, that's what he's, that's what he's doing. And we should, you shouldn't, I, I don't know. I just wish that, the parishioners who are doing ratings and so forth, rating the performance, I, I just don't think that's a good thing. I mean, because it takes, it's looking at the mass as though it's a show or a form of entertainment rather than the mass. And secondly, we should be thankful for our priests. We need more priests in the priesthood. Um, so that's what I think as far as that goes. Um, I don't know, what do you think, Mike, on that? Yeah, I'm with you on that. and we're. You know, we're supposed to be focused on the mass at all times. And um, just like you said, Katie, I mean, you drove it home again with this one. Um, it's unfortunate that we're in a situation where priests have to live stream the mass. But again, there's a lot of things that's, that they're under pressure to make sure that the feed's going well. And Kate knows the anxiety I go through with just doing this. And we only get like a couple, best, couple yeah, people. I can't imagine being responsible for the whole diocese. Okay. So with that said, Kate, we're actually going to go right into um, our closing announcements and our live draw. Um, we appreciate everyone for your comments. Um, unfortunately, we are um, against the clock right now. So... With that said, I'm gonna go ahead and share the screen with everyone. And let's talk about, first of all, before we get to our drawing. All right, uh, let's see. So just a reminder, next week uh, we are off, it's Thanksgiving. So we will resume our Catholic live chat show on December 3rd. However, next week is on Tuesday, we still do have our Bible study, okay? So just refer to the schedule if you're interested. Also, uh, we do have a podcast. If anyone's interested, you can listen to our shows right from there. We're hoping in 2021 to have a podcast only show that's exclusive that, you know, we can get into more details and not worry about censorship because we do have to censor ourselves here because of, you know, religious topics. Uh, we do have our Bible study on Tuesdays. Okay. And, you know, you sign off now. We just want to make sure you guys all have a happy Thanksgiving. Okay. Speaking of Thanksgiving, we are doing this prize drawing here because we want to give thanks to you guys, our viewers. So how this is going to work right here are the people that we've um, received uh, registrations from. So we got about 21 people here. I checked the list twice to make sure that everyone is included on this list. Okay. So with that said, we're going to go ahead and 
go right to our wheel right here. This is the wheel of fortune or something like that. So what's gonna happen is we're gonna spin this wheel. If your name is selected, Kate's going to start the, uh, the timer. You have, I have 60 a timer right seconds. Here on my phone. <laughs> Good, she's gonna set that timer for 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. And uh, if your name is drawn, you got 60 seconds to let us know that you are watching. If you are not watching, we're going right on to the next uh, person if you're not watching, okay? All right, with that said, guys, good luck. Here's everyone on there. We're gonna give it a good spin, see where we're at. So the winning person will win a $100 Amazon gift card and you do whatever you want with it. You can go Christmas shopping, you can splurge on yourself, give it away. And let's see who is our winner for this. Oh, it's getting close. All right, it looks like it's going to be Vicky P from Kansas. Vicky P from Kansas. Kate, you have to check the comments. Is Vicky P from Kansas watching? Start that clock, 60 seconds, Kate. Okay, clock is started. Let's see, I need to be able to, um, you know, if you could change your screen for me, Mike, for a second. Oh, my bad, sure. Vicky P from Kansas, go ahead, Kate, sorry. Okay, so. I don't see Vicky P commenting yet. I'm down amount 35 seconds and counting. Vicky so, P from Kansas, we'll if you're see. watching, you got. So if you're watching, please comment. Um, so far, no, we have not heard from her. I don't believe we've had any comments from her this evening. No, I don't, yeah, I don't know, but she might be watching. Oh, ah, there wait, she, she is. Said she's here. She's here. She's here. All right, Vicky P from yeah. Kansas. You are the ganadora. You are the winner of this <laughs> evening's uh, or this evening's uh, uh, giveaway, one hundred dollar giveaway. Okay, before we get to that, Vicky from Kansas, if you can just uh, send us an email with your mailing address, make sure it's written clearly, and uh, we'll send it out to you tomorrow. If you did not win the drawing, we have some good news for you guys. Everyone's getting a hundred dollar gift card. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> we wish you had. No. <laughs> um, if you did not win, uh, you are automatically registered in our next drawing, which will be on um, our last live stream chat before Christmas. So I think that's around December nineteenth. Kate, um, do you remember I have to look the date? At the calendar. Okay, so we're going to do another $100 gift card giveaway to Amazon. So if you have not registered the first time and you'd like to register, go ahead and register. If you have already registered, you're on the list, so you don't have to worry about it. Okay. All right. With that said, um, a lot of people are congratulating mm -hmm. Vicky. Um, that's good sportsmanship. Yeah. All right, guys, with that said, next time we see you guys, hopefully it will be Tuesday for Bible study. If we don't see you, then we wish everyone to have a very good, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your meals, um, enjoy your families, and give thanks to God for he is good. All right, with that said, take care. God bless you guys. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody.